All right. Thankfully, Michael Bisping reminded us, fighting is easier from outside the cage. If you saw his face last night, he was the guy that won, which <laughs> means it's time for Verbal Tap, show that proves fighting is way easier from sunny Denver and sunny L.A. Raph, how are you doing this evening? I'm great. So just to give you guys a quick heads up, you may notice this is in your iTunes uh, accounts or, you know, posted up on the website sooner than you're usually used to seeing this go. And we had to call an emergency meeting because Kevin and I were actually going to take today off. And uh, we were in a place of, of, of being good. We were happy. We were like, OK, we'll we'll take a couple days off and then we'll come back and, you know. Whatever. We had just done an emergency episode with uh, the Diaz situation, McGregor. And thank you, guys. It's been uh, a very fun episode. We've gotten a lot of great feedback there, on it. It wasn't However, our choice to do it. it. You know, that was sometimes the world decides for you. Yeah, I mean, that was completely America's decision for us. Uh, so then this weird thing happened yesterday with Anderson Silva and Michael Bisping. And though we really didn't prepare for any of this, we felt the need to get on and talk about it. Because as Kevin alluded to, somebody won the fight who both got knocked down in a third round controversially and then came back to life and managed to Frankenstein his way into a series of punches and yet still ended up winning the fight. Is that the correct summary of all this, Kevin? Yeah, and I appreciate the Frankenstein metaphor because I think uh, if if you haven't, First, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Second, Google Michael Bisbig's face after <laughs> after the fight in London, and you're gonna be like, "Oh my, oh my God, who is that?" You don't even need to really go that far. You can go to Instagram dot com backslash verbal tapcast and see the meme that we put up, which has been it quite controversial it. in its own self. Kev, do you know this? <laughs> Why is it controversial? I'm curious. Uh, well, you saw the meme, and can you describe it for people? I didn't see the meme. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the meme, essentially, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and text it to you. Uh, the meme essentially takes on the concept of uh, Michael Bisping uh, somehow ending up winning the fight, right? And he gave an explanation later on to somebody in a backstage interview. And he was saying that it really came down to the fact that Herb Dean wasn't doing his job. And that he really wanted to keep his mouthpiece in. So we put He's, up the following meme. And it, I just sent it over to your your iPhone right now. So you let us know if you feel that what we did is appropriate or inappropriate. <laughs> Becomes the first British guy to care about how his teeth will look. It's pretty good. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, is it well, controversial because it's Englishly? You know, first of all, English, you deserve it. Like the UK and Britain, if we're just going back and comparing histories, they've got the worst. And I like that they're like, don't make fun of our teeth. Go uh, on. We, what have we ever done to you guys? <laughs> we're, we're just angels and saints, aren't we? Uh, sent us the religious tight asses. Meanwhile... You get India. close to 300 years of your own time, and now you think you're just big boy pounce. Uh, that is no, how the announcers sound to me. And it was well, even weirder to not have it, Bruce Buffer, but to have the English version. I actually called weird. him uh, the uh, UK equivalent of Ed Helms. Sure. Uh, so anyway, for those playing along, yes, Kevin and I have in the background of the fight. We're not really going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... Uh, 
necessarily our reactions to things. Uh, but the reason yeah. we have it playing on in the background is if you guys so feel the need to, you know, sync it up, that's fine. But we have a lot of things to say about this because uh, it seemed to be a very controversial uh, thing. And it seemed like a lot of people had very different opinions. We also had some people who chimed in with uh, some of our trademark three-word descriptions. We'll get to those in a second. Um, but we will let you know the exact second that round one starts so you can start with us. Kev, where were you yesterday and why were you not watching this? I was in Breckenridge, Colorado, snowboarding down a mountain. Okay. Okay. That's now, great. you told me that you wouldn't make it home in time. Because it wasn't it at like 2 p.m. or something. When did the fight air? Yes. It, was it, it early. aired 2 p.m. on our time here on uh, the best coast. But Who's I have ready to say, for a fight uh, post brunch? Is everybody ready to go watch a dark? No? Okay. You also have to understand since this is taking place in the UK, they had this after a spot of tea. So they were, uh, I it is it. the right time yeah. to have a fight go on. Anyway, so yeah, you weren't necessarily watching it live. Um, if I could so give you the description of what my viewing situation was like. First of all, weird to have Anderson Silva not the highlight of a fight going on in primetime. Weird to have him as like a fight night. Well, they're trying to build fight pass, and I could see the argument sure. for wanting to keep that going there, so that's fine. Um, yes, it is a little bit weird. Some people were saying he lost his power because he wasn't on prime television or at least a pay-per-view. Maybe. I, I can't really say one way or another. I think that's a weird argument, and I'd love to see the science behind it. Oh, I didn't think it was a real argument. I thought people were just saying that because people run out of shit to say. Well, you have to understand. I mean, it's much in the same way that we got attacked for the meme. This is my favorite thing. I'll read you a couple of the responses that we got, just mostly because I was so tickled pink on how exactly people were going to come at us. So we posted this. MMA Roasted retweeted us, so thank you very much to them. But Fred Burden uh, just put... Uh, idiots in response to the meme. Okay. That's so that's one. That, then you've are got we sure another that's one. negative. It might, that might be a compliment. It might be a state of fact, but I don't know. And the sad part is I'm like, why are you calling MMA roasted an idiot here? You don't need to do that. <laughs> if you just said the original poster was an idiot, that'd be fine. But he didn't really do anything other than retweet it. So come on now. Uh, then another one that said jam is his name and his handle is at jambo slice. So if that tells you what we're working with here. It says tired stereotype, not one word, two words, lazy joke, shit crack. I'm sure someone will find it amusing, though. And they did. We had a lot of people who like that. Uh, I hope it's exclusively British people that were upset with us. I'm absolutely positive anyone it's British people. not British. I'm upset if it's all British people care less. Or if it's some American that's like doubly do right, yeah. that's just saying, <laughs> you chaps. Oh, tired joke. It was like, uh, how many MMA fighters have gotten controversially knocked out in the third round because they didn't have their mouthpiece in and were British <laughs> and talked about it later? How many times has that happened? Too often, Kevin. I'm saying it's not like you just wrote too. the joke on a black piece of paper and submitted it. It's there's some context here, you absolutely idiots. Like that has never happened. We've never had a British fighter defend getting knocked out <laughs> because he's worried about his dental appearance. I guess surely so. that depth of wit has not escaped the uh, UK, but maybe it has. 
I can't tell you one way or another, but I can tell you this right now. I just like tired joke. It was like, what are you talking about? No, it's it's Michael Bisping's face. Just started right this second. Yes, tired joke. And I love the idea. It's one of those things where I say, well, prove me wrong. Have some great dental work (laughs) and you'll be fine. So this is the other one. This is uh, from Burning or Burn Gillespie. And it says, after that fight, we we still show respect, cunt. So this is (laughs) an interesting (laughs) statement for several reasons. Um, One, man, do foreigners love the C word, though? (laughs) They I they, think they enjoy how much it makes us uncomfortable. Sure, and maybe to them it's just kind of, uh, you know, something that's akin to re- retarded. You know, yeah. some people say it, some people or, don't. Or like nacho cheese. You know, no sure. one would ever eat it. But what person's retarded like, is another person's about? nacho cheese is the old saying. So, garbage. okay, and as we're kind of describing what's happening, and in round one there's just a lot of like, uh, positionalness. Uh, there's not really anything necessarily happening all that great. I think most people would agree round one's probably going to go to Michael Bisping without any kind of controversy to it. Unless that category was rapid hand movement. <laughs> and, and to be fair, we, we have to bring up a little bit more contextual information. We'll do that shortly. But I want to stick with this uh, – Burn Gillespie for one more second because this brings up an interesting fact of the pre uh, kind of shit talking kind of thing. So you've got Burn who says after that fight, we still show respect. Well, okay, cool. So, yeah, Michael Bisping and Anderson Silva were very respectful to one another. You know, Anderson was bowing to him and Michael Bisping was giving him credit, saying he was his idol. He looks up to him. So, yes, in that respect, he did give him some truly deserved uh, props. One major problem, though, Kev. What's that? Do you remember that during the buildup to it, Michael Bisping was going off on rant saying what a steroid user Anderson Silva was and what a joke he had become and what a terrible human being he was through implication? Yes, I do. Okay, I do but the important thing to remember, though, disregard all of that, he just shows respect, Kevin. Afterwards, he was very respectful. And Anderson Silva is his hero. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. Cut me if I'm not really. He was exactly. overly. He was overly emotional in his post-fight presser. So let's hit details to get to okay. this post-fight presser. He wins via unanimous decision in London. I think that's important to note. Uh, in the third round, his mouthpiece fell out. Herb Dean picked it up chased him around with it but mouthpieces fall out frequently right yeah so anderson throws this huge knee while it appears bisping's kind of yapping back and forth with herb dean that happens in the third round michael bisping's face is wide open from then on and we just don't even act like it's there he gets his time and he starts thanking his family and everyone and everyone who's been in his corner and then he hit repeat on that speech for five minutes. And then he thanked Anderson. And then he went back and hit repeat on the speech from a few minutes earlier. Do you feel like he won the fight? Do you think we walked away and it was like, yeah, Michael Bisping won that fight. We're good. No. I don't I, either. I just don't quite either. It was like, oh, is his face okay? I'm just curious. This is the most interesting dynamic, I think. I can come up with in this scenario, okay? Which is that Michael Bisping 
let's say you're you're not happy with the way Anderson Silva was fighting, okay? And that that's a, a big component. There seems to be a lot of people who took on the side of, well, he deserves it for not engaging more and for not being like, you know, he should, he has the capability of finishing the fight. Uh, and not he how did. it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. Sure. And again, yes, is Anderson Silva doing this to play a mind game with him? Yeah, definitely. He's just at like a quarter of the speed he used to be. So that's the hardest part about that Anderson Silva love-hate thing that we all had, which is, oh, man, I hate when he showboats and, like, does really dumb stuff. But, man, when he knocks people out doing that, that's pretty awesome. So I'm just an angry fan, and I have nothing to bitch about, so I'm going to invent something. I'm a pretty so, angry fan, too. No, well, I'm kind of. good this morning. I'm pretty happy about it. I was fine. But the, the idea about it seems to be that Anderson Silva – because he has this responsibility of being a super good fighter deserves to lose if he doesn't perform amazing it's like exactly. that's what you get you get that anderson silva how dare you not give me more and what i want no one felt that way about peyton by the way <laughs> no oh, one okay. had a problem wait, wait, with peyton manning i need a second here too this is great because now we're at the end of the first round and uh toward the end of here you see uh, bisping getting in some okay good shots um, Anderson surprisingly, Silva, he so. seems to be surprisingly, he just is striking looked a little better than it normally does. Uh, it's about the same, but the, the, the best part about this is, is in this first round, especially, I thought he was definitely making the case, Anderson Silva, I'm not afraid of you and I'm not going to play your mind games. Okay. And, and that's an interesting statement to make. Now in there, you get that first flourish of Anderson Silva with, uh, two kicks, like roundhouse kicks from Michael Bisping that like Anderson Silva does of ye old times and just kind of like breezes by him and is like, nah, I see the matrix still. It's fine. So again, Kevin, now I have to ask you this. If you are that good, are you responsible for finishing the fight? No, as I've already said, it doesn't make any sense to hold him to a different standard. Okay. Uh, especially since, so because Bisping's a shittier fighter, he should, what, get the benefit of the doubt? Like, going the other way doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> and, so the dark. other part that I love, especially with the retrospect, is now looking at Michael Bisping as Anderson Silva's like, whoa, come on, come on. And then Michael Bisping gets that, like, shove in after the yeah, fact. Yeah, the end of the first, they're doing some But exchanges. don't worry, guys, so much respect. Such a And this fight, fight was 97 minutes long. Absolutely. Give or take between when the intro started and when it finished. They were like, it's fight pass. Who gives a shit? We're going to interview everyone. We're going to take you as many breaks as we need to. You can let this go on for as to. long as you want. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to turn this into an NBA game. People are going to get timeouts. That's new. <laughs> so now we're seeing a little bit of Anderson Silva doing his like, uh, I'm going to kind of feign with my rights and lefts and not even really strike you, but just kind of deflect. And if and you he's... like that, he's going to do it for another four and a half minutes. Absolutely. So, okay, now we've gotten to this point where we've decided, okay, Anderson Silva is not exactly uh, necessarily going out and being as crazy Anderson Silva that we all want. Uh, he seems to be trying to goat Michael Bisping to come on over to the edge of the cage, which seems to be a strategy that in the first couple of rounds doesn't really pay off. Now, in this round, Kevin, this is big because this is why in the second round people give it to Bisping. Bisping did get that knockdown of Anderson Silva. What did you think when you saw that? Yeah, I thought that was the one moment that uh, I felt maybe gave him the momentum from the first two rounds. I really do. I think that knockdown, they were like, okay, so he is getting some damage done. And, you know, props to him. He had a, he had a chance to end the fight. He didn't, but he had a chance. Took him and down. It was also the only jiu-jitsu for those that are still <laughs> practicing BJJ in the world. Uh, there was only 
about 25 seconds from start to finish using some guard business. It was great. How many up kicks do you use in BJJ? Is that something I'm just not using enough of? Oh, have you never knocked someone out from an up kick? First of all, BJJ is a great place to throw them because no one's Mm. expecting it. That's why I'm saying we only saw 20 seconds. He was probably on his back for about 30 to 45. (laughs) But half of that time, he was not (laughs) practicing jiu-jitsu. It was something else. I mean, I was uh, entertained by it, and, and there has to be a lot of credit to Anderson Silva when at the end of this round, he does get knocked down and goes straight into some good guard work. And I'm not saying the traditional guard work, you're necessarily being the it's world's most offensive person there, yeah. but definitely like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get knocked out if I don't clinch here. And Using get this- his, like, pushed him away, mm-hmm. which I think is a cool, like, jujitsu strategy for when you're trying to get punched. Like, did that hip yep. push. It was like, you go. Yeah, and, and that will end the BJJ commentary for this. Because there's, yeah, that's fight. about it. It's it's all mostly stand up and a uh, little bit of dancing and a little bit of uh, tomfoolery, I guess is what you could call it. All right, so let's get into this as well. I want to set up the scene for you of where I was watching the fights. Okay, okay. Uh, our good friends over at the LA Jiu Jitsu Club, they nicely invited me to go train, so I was going over there. The timing worked out perfectly that I arrived there. At exactly when the fight, the main event was uh, starting. So I didn't even see the preliminary stuff. I was kind of, you know, keeping up with it a little bit more. But as Kevin said, you know, it was about one o'clock our time, two o'clock his time. Eh, I got shit to do. It uh, wasn't the most convenient time. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. There's something cool about not having to give up your night uh, every once in a while. So I'm, I'm happy about that. But I also I got to go train. So. Uh, I'm sitting there at the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club, and we happen to be watching it on a back channel live stream from Brazil. And at first, I was trying to tell people, like, hey, you know, I've got Fight Pass. But I'm also vaguely interested to watch what appears to be the back channel with a bunch of Brazilians, or just two in my case. But I was like, yeah, I actually think this might be kind of cool. Let's go ahead and do that. Maybe at about round... Two, maybe about right this time that we're seeing right here, Kev. Uh, we see that their stream just cuts out. Just for a second. And, I mean, no, it cuts out entirely. It's like the UFC found that stream and was like, haha, you think you're going to get the main fight? Well, fuck you. <laughs> so I go out of my way to offer to these people and I say, hey guys, do you mind? I have Fight Pass. And uh, we put it up through the Apple TV and it looks glorious, hey. like technology. Great. Nice. Right. Yeah. So the added bonus of then watching this is watching Brazilians get very nervous for Anderson Silva when he gets knocked down at this point, right this second that we are watching. But as you notice, that guard work is good for him. So we seem to be, you know, we're going to get through it, right? Yes. Okay. Now, like I said, the Brazilians are not only uh, nervous for him, but one in particular that I was there with was saying like, nah. Typical Anderson Silva, just not doing what he's supposed to. Mm. Well, uh, it is easy. It's easy to do, especially how sure. old is he? God, he's he's forty. Guys. Yeah, I was like, but come on. At the same point, then being super nervous when something bad is going to happen to him. So you have that element of like, nah, he gets what he deserves, but the second we Portuguese get really, really bad. Uh, no, I think actually for the, the whole time I was there, they were very nice and speaking in English. Um, and they were asking me questions, which was great. So now that we're watching in Fight Pass, we're all making fun of the commentators. And, you know, it, it's fun. It, it's an actual event. You feel like something cool is going on. And uh, I will say, though, at the very end of the fight, because of its controversial ending, you have 
what I like to call the best gift in the world, Kevin, which is these two guys are sitting there and Anderson Silva speaks in Portuguese and I immediately can look at them and say, translate that for me. That is nice to have a real translator, not a UFC bot translator. Absolutely. Because when they did have a translator there who happened to be Anderson Silva's camp, instead of saying what he really said, they said a very watered down version, which was, oh, Anderson Silva just says respect. He loves people, et cetera, et cetera. And in reality, the guys go look at me and they go almost what he said. And I was like, well, can you tell me what he actually said? They go, well, at the end, he made a note about corruption. And, hey, we in Brazil are used to that. I tried to finish the fight. But, you know, corruption, you guys. Sure. Which brings up a point that you had talked about earlier, which was the fact. And we're in the third round now, 20 seconds in. Kev, if you were talking about hometown advantage, how does that happen here? It happens everywhere. It happens in Brazil constantly. It happens when we go to Ireland. It happens when we go to Canada. It happens. First of all, the United States judges are shitty, and they've been doing it most of the longest. Like you got to go, I think, to Pride if you really want people that know what they're doing. Uh, it just happens, and it's kind of like home field advantage. And in this case, yeah, Anderson Silva was going to have to finish the fight, and this is what gets us into the confusion of the decision. So, yeah, if you leave it in the in the judges' hands, obviously it's going to go to Bisping. Unanimously really proves that the London judges don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but, well, spoiler alert. Did the knee not even count because the mouthpiece wasn't in? That's the part to me that's like, so does Silva not win the third round? Like, I can understand even the idea that you would let the fight go because the bell rang, and it's not necessarily fair that to say that he was finished. Well, but here's where the discrepancy does down. happen, though, Kev, because all three judges gave Anderson Silva this third round. Okay. So the question, and like all the judges had the exact same scorecard. First two rounds, Bisping. Terrible judging. Third round, Silva. Fourth round, Bisping. Fifth round, Silva. So in terms of what you were saying of like getting a split decision, them going all the like the right or wrong way – it really comes down to the next round. Which is crazy. Yes. So uh, we're going to get there in a second, but it's going to take a while because, you know, Herb that. Deed, Yeah. Well, the fight takes forever. That's why. Yes. Yeah. Just for people, obviously, we still have it going and following along. We're get, you're getting like a half and halfer. But the fight yeah. is otherwise exciting. It's just a lot of movement. There's not much uh, attack outside of that. One moment in the second round, one moment in the third round, and that's really it when it comes to statements made. I would disagree with that because I feel like Anderson Silva, this is classic him, in that he's just kind of bored and he's just trying to see what he can get away with in terms of mind games. And then you see, like, especially in the fourth and fifth rounds, there are moments when he actually turns it on. And hits him. Yeah, and does technically, uh, you know... I know they don't count the little takedowns, but like knocking him down or catching his foot. Well, the reason why I enjoy this is because you get those 30 seconds and you think, oh, man, that Anderson Silva is the one I know. He just he's going to destroy him. He's going to go there. And then he just stops. And then everybody seems to get really mad that it's like, why isn't he going further and doing it? And I think that's a great question. So I'm going to ask you that. Why? Why do you think he does do that? 
I think this is his game, and he's 40, and people are... <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Peyton Manning's not throwing the ball 80, 80 yards down the field. Michael Jordan is not going to come out and beat Steph Curry. Uh, neither Don't is Kobe. Don't dare him. Don't dare him. When athletes get older, their minds are still sharp. Their bodies are no longer sharp, and you can kind of just look at Anderson and see that, right, guys? Like, everybody... <laughs> I, I love him, too, but you can see he's... 40 right everybody's this is what it is this i, is the I other make question peace I with thought it that was important to ask you it's because... like where did dan henderson's power go uh <laughs> to old age like wh- what do you mean 40 year olds don't fight in professional sports at an elite level prove me no. wrong uh, well i would basically invite one 40 year old to come on and beat you up and i don't think that's a really hard thing to find i but said I will at an say... elite level not at a lowercase <laughs> jackass level elite kevin's suddenly going to be appealing to that really great uh demographic we have which is the uh angry british crowd who's suddenly rallying to his 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 aid here. All right, so now business is picking up. Last 30 seconds. He's starting to kick him out a little bit. He connects a few great times. We're seeing those flourishes, what we like with Anderson Silva. Bisping gets a good inside right, and now this is where the controversy happens, right? Controversy, I guess. Well, because Anderson puts his hands down. Michael Bisping seems to be a little bit open, and at this point he knocks him so hard that his mouthpiece comes out, and some people might even argue that Bisping kicked it out. And then looks down at Herb Dean and says, hey, I'm getting the shit kicked out of me. Do you mind getting uh, my mouthpiece? And that's when Anderson Silva, without hesitating, goes, yeah, I'm going to fucking knee you in the face. He's really – Bisping is very, very lucky this fight continues. Um, yes. I think if Herb Dean's going to pick up the mouthpiece and follow him around, he should interrupt the fight. Uh, I also think Michael Bisping has a responsibility to defend himself until the bell rings. And does Anderson Silva also have the responsibility to finish the fight until the referee pulls him off? Yes. All right, so guilty parties all around, right? Guilty parties all around. You now, don't just knee someone thing, and walk away. That's not how it I, works. I keep didn't punching look at them. this, Kev, but I am now looking at Dana White. I saw a little bit of him down there, and I had not seen that before. But Dana White's doing the, like, hand cutting the neck off kind of a thing that's like, ah, ah, ah. Fuck you guys. You fucking make this fight keep going. And I think that's an interesting angle. Now, at this point, Anderson Silva's already jumped up on the cage on the octagon and is looking around at people and being like, it's normal. I I've win lost fight. a lot of energy. Oh, no. I win. And at one point, a referee's like, hey, can you come get down? He's like, he's praying handsing at him and being like, no, my friend, I won. It's normal. That's funny. So. Uh- this is it. So I think the fight could be ended here. I think it's seventy-five uh, percent of the time Anderson Silva wins this fight and it's over. And now okay. Bisping's face is bleeding profusely from everywhere. Yes. And it's not even the worst that it ends up looking. That comes around, I think, the end of round four. Because he gets uh, a little bit in the fifth too. Fifth, and this is where I think the the hilarity comes from the fans because the fans, when you get around to this, you're looking at people who say. We'll look at the face on the person, and that's not exactly the way we do judge in terms of criteria. But that's why I find it so funny that you could say, yeah, sure, Michael Bisping won the fight on points. But do you know any person who's going to say that Anderson Silva lost this fight? I don't. 
I guess I know well how many people live in London that went to the fight. However many people went to the fight in London is probably, and even only about 80% of them, because you know 20 walked away and were like, oh, okay. <laughs> that that so, went well. <laughs> like, that was fine. So now, you know, Bisping is kind of pushing ahead, but then Bisping gets hit low in the junk region. The fourth round is where, this round takes 20 minutes, by the way. Between the eye poke and the groin shot, like if we're watching, it's going to be a while. I mean, is the credit to, at this point now, Michael Bisping for having that kind of veteran wily about him that says, oh, man, I got hit in the nuts. That gives me five minutes. Or do you think somewhere out there there's a Ken Shamrock who's watching this fight going, exactly, exactly. That's like what I was saying. There's always, you know, Ken Shamrock's probably also like, I should have fought that. I could have won that fight. I could have won it. I should have let me go in there. Because I, I all I could think about when they gave Michael Bisping the chance to come back in the fight, and I don't even know if it's the right or wrong choice. I just think it's a very odd he was out. Anderson Silva should have gone and finished the job, sure. Herb Dean was just kind of stalking people like a weird uh, you know, Jason Voorhees and Friday to the thirteenth. Did very like, little actual refereeing throughout it. That yeah. was I thought that was nice. I thought he did a good job staying the completely out of the way. Like, just eight feet away from all action. That's good. So when we get down to that and we look at all of those things, you now see at this point Anderson Silva deflecting most of Michael Bisping's shots. Now, Kev, this is where something comes into play, which is the total strikes thrown and the significant strikes thrown. Though they've never come into play or mattered in any other real fight ever. Well, sure. I mean, sure. it's not like at, in a schoolyard fight, you got like one nerd who just goes, whoa, 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 well, round. The judges round. don't the judges aren't looking at statistics while they're fighting it, are they? I do think they get statistics. Well, that surprises me uh, because so that they could ignore them promptly. <laughs> oh, they get them. <laughs> they just uh, look at them. Well, think, God, that looks like a lot. Throw it in the garbage and make a decision. The reason why I say that is, is. You get people who, you know, I mean, I've seen some judging go on that I kind of go, I understand it. It's that 10 point kind of thing. And it sucks. It's not exactly the way a true fighter, I guess, feels uh, about watching this. Nobody feels good watching somebody who looks relatively unscathed end up losing a fight to a guy who looks like he just went through a Saw movie. So, okay. He's the last winner. He was the guy yeah. that made it out. And everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Because this is where everybody got a little bit more confusing. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm actually going to get you uh, – I'm going to call up the Bisping and Silva, Anderson Silva, uh, strike yeah, compu strike scores. But as you're doing this uh, and watching it right now, just describe what you see. More of the same exact shit that's been going on for the last 20 minutes. They're just, I mean, Silva's kind of getting some shots in. There's the eye poke, the fourth minute. I mean, we're 31 minutes into this, and we are, we've been fast forwarding, and we're just barely halfway through the fourth round. But when the eye poke happens, do you think that was to even things out? Because Cyborg Bisping has the one eye, and he's like, well, if I have to fight with one eye, then so do you. I don't know. I don't ever yeah. prescribe. I don't. I hope he didn't mean to do it. It doesn't look that bad. But this is again what I'm talking about. With this was the longest fight in human history, and how the fuck do you score this fight? It's just the fourth round. It's bad judging. <laughs> so at this point, we also are recognizing <clears throat> Anderson gets poked in the eye. It's a little weird to to stomach because 
again, there's another delay in this fight. And Anderson wisely is kind of like, I'll take a little bit of time. If he's going to take some time, why don't I get some? Yeah, that was the theme of the fight. Yeah. So, So, okay. It's, I mean, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, so now we're actually about to get into uh, the Bisping and uh, Silver Compi strikes because there's an interesting thing that happens here, Kevin, and I don't really know if it makes any sense to me in what I was reading, but when I read this last night, I go, this can't be it. Reveal, please. Now, okay. <laughs> would you believe? Would you believe that Michael Bisping threw more strikes? I yes. I mean, they were throwing nonstop the entire time, both of them. They weren't making a lot of impact, like only about one third. But yeah, go ahead. I'd believe that. Sure, they were throwing the entire time. Okay. Okay. And so are you right would... now, like as we're still marching now, through it, you would believe that maybe Michael Bisping connected with more punches. Potentially, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What if I were to tell you that Anderson Silva had more accuracy? Yeah, that would also make complete sense. He's a much better striker. Okay. So now that we know all of those things, what if I were to tell you that everyone, because it said that Anderson Silva had, <laughs> he threw like essentially like 75 strikes that he landed out of like 116 or something like that, right? Okay. Guess how many significant strikes he had? 20. 75. Now, if you do math. So 100% of his strikes were significant? <laughs> yes. Okay. These statistics just don't make any sense. Like, what's the difference between significant and non-significant? I just, there's a part if of someone me. got hit 75 significant times and you're saying that person lost, like they hit him 75 times and they lost. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just sitting there and reading, I'm sorry, what? How many? And then you sit there and you think it said 75 significant strikes. And then you look at it and you go, well, he connected with 75 strikes. So does that mean every goddamn thing Anderson Silva did was golden and Apparently, perfect? Except for the fight, which he lost. Yes. If everyone's so, remembering. You know, I mean, I, again, does accuracy play a role? Uh, is that super important? Uh, does any of that even matter? I don't know. Not if it, you make it a paper airplane out of the statistics and throw hard to it say. at Dana now, White. Again, when they show the replay here, Anderson Silva knees Bisping in the head and as Bisping was saying later on, he was like, we had reached the disengagement moment. And it's like, yeah, dude, I know when disengagement moments happen. They don't usually involve me getting kneed in the head and backing up and going, ooh, this does not look good for me. No, I'm still, I think Herb Dean either gets in between them for the mouthpiece or ends the fight. I do think he made a bad call. Or whoever was responsible for keeping the fight going. Yeah. yeah. So if it's worth any note, uh, who do you think Dana White had the fight scored for? Silva. Yes, he did. Yeah, the fight three to two. He loves uh, doing this. He loves when the judges make a decision. <laughs> he loves saying the opposite. That's one of the things he does for all the fighters because Bisping doesn't care. Bisping got the win bonus. You know, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I actually uh, I patched Dana through. He's been on hold this entire time. Well, let's give the people what they want. Ladies and gentlemen, fresh from London, I guess, on the line, Dana White. Dana, are you 
How are you feeling after a pretty controversial fight? Well, you know, I've been watching this fucking fight with the both of you guys. So, you know, fuck both of you. You guys don't know fucking anything, you fucking dummies. Fair. We've admitted that, and uh, the internet's already taken care of it and called us idiots for the uh, making fun of British people. Yeah, those are my fucking fake accounts. You guys <laughs> fucking learn that shit. I'm going to fucking take as many fake accounts as you need to fucking learn some shit. I thought you were doing things while the fight was going on. You had some time, so you score it for Silva. You score it for the yeah, spider. Yeah, I score it for Silva. Of course I do. Where do you find the London judges, then, that are so off base listen listen you know this is the perfect example of this fucking media you guys don't know anything here's the what really happened you guys don't even fucking understand it almost sounds like you're blaming us which i think well no i'm blaming you you fucking fuck what i'm saying is what you don't understand about judges that happen on this side of the pond you judge on the other side of the road uh Go on. <laughs> okay, so hold on. You know how like you put things on the left-hand side in America? Yes, I do. Okay, well, they drive on the other side, so that's what they do with their judging. Fascinating. All right, well, I like it. I think it's uh, at least you've explained it. So are you going to ever do an event in London again, or have we learned lesson learned? No, I mean, we'll fucking do it again. I mean, okay. the whole thing about MMA... <laughs> You know, if we don't fucking make, uh, you know, some, what is that? You can't make an omelet without breaking some fucking necks? Uh, well, I believe you're quoting Joseph Stalin. And, uh, no, 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 right. no, I know what I fucking read in my fucking life. I, you know, I grew up on a farm. Most people don't know that about me. I didn't. <laughs> I just true. made that shit up just to make you feel bad. See how fucking dumb you are, you fucking dummy? Uh, okay, so you will you bring these judges back? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't fucking know. You know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you guys the opportunity. After we do looking for a fight, we're going to go looking for a judge. And then we're going to do looking for a ref. Fuck yeah. And then we're going to spin it off and we're going to be like looking for a looking. Well, Spike's got some time probably Saturday and Sunday night. So get that show going again. I think you got some. Oh, wait, we're with FX now so hard to keep track dana you do such a good job keeping up with the times kevin way to be a uh, part of 2009 <laughs> it's hard to tell you're on espn you're on fox sports who could give who, you're just doing yeah, your own live stream stations. good job oh god damn it am i dana. on the spike tv right. yeah you know i was there a long time ago but then this fucking fox deal happened in 2012 but you know i know you've been fucking in denver now well yeah so you lord knows the, how much uh, weed you've smoked to make you forget all this shit uh, Lord knows, indeed. You anyway, Dana White, thank you so much for coming oh, by. Dana, You've been such a wonderful fucking guest. Fine. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, were- President of the UFC, Dana White. Thanks, Dana. And uh, thank you, fuckstick. And uh, your other one's not that much better. But, I mean, you know, fuck that guy, too. All right, bye. Uh, it's always helpful when he swings by and doesn't answer any questions. Raph, spoiler, this is going to surprise you. Dana did not uh, give us any comment. He just said that they judge on the wrong side of the road. And I have no idea what that means. I think it's a driving reference. Oh, well, you should be very careful. He's going to piss off British people. Mm. <laughs> when it turns out, that, like, how dare you accuse us of driving on the wrong side of the road? <laughs> so, uh, you know, the nice part about this is, Kevin, uh, the fight has ended, which is a nice breaking point for the two of us uh, to come to a conclusion on this, which terrible is very decision. Simple. It's just a terrible decision. How would you have scored it? Would you have given round four to Anderson Silva? I give rounds three through five to Silva. Yeah, I do. Okay. And the the 
breaking point is um, Bisping going to take any responsibility for getting kneed in the face? Or is that completely, we're all just going to say it's Herb's fault? Because I love I that point. I think he at one point admitted something. I don't know what it was. I'm actually forgetting what it was that he admitted. But he admitted he could have, something was on him. <laughs> oh, was it? Yes. <laughs> the whole defending your face from flying knees until the bell rings. <laughs> is, that on, is that on you? Oh, okay. Well, now that, that, now that it's covered. And again, you know, we've gone through the idea of he respects Anderson Silva. Okay, great. Um, I guess it's going to come through here. The only thing that's going to bug me is this, is that it's going to forever allow Michael Bisping to have that old quarterback phrase when he's at the analyst desk that says, oh, yeah, it's kind of like the time when I beat Anderson Silva and I I knocked him senseless. I hadn't even thought about that. God damn it that's really the big legacy the that we're wins. the big losers the ufc is the big winner michael biggs biggs the big winner you're right karen bryant's the big loser too because she's gonna have to sit there and hear that yep. every week so you know i mean that was kind of the way that people felt about it um you know i mean i don't know that anybody's wrong in this situation i feel that the this judges are like, raf the judges well, are wrong but i'm I talking more about us as humans oh, oh okay i thought we weren't prescribing blame i was like no, i'm no, ready no, to no, call no, some people we're entirely <laughs> clueless on anybody <laughs> to point a finger at um i love when people do this because we play, we say you know tell us your thoughts in three words right McGill Tulsa put, it was like Silver was such a better fighter once. He loosened up, but he forgot to act like he wanted to win. This is similar to a comment he put earlier on a different page, and I'm just not even going to honor it. At this point, it's going back to the fan reaction of, me. he should have done more. Uh, here are some other ones. Ruben Avelia put, Anderson didn't try. Uh, Tyler Basinger put, Silva isn't back. Uh, Joe- that one's maybe a little bit more fair. I think so. Joe Gilpin put, congratulations, you've played yourself, which is really just quoting uh, DJ Khalid, and it's a photo meme. So he didn't even do any of the criteria right. (laughs) You know, he definitely posted something. Does that count? I mean, it's fighters only, but apparently rationale, check at the door. So check out that podcast, I guess, if you want to check out a lesser version of it. Oh, man. Andrew Correa posted the uh, close-up face with a – and I – I'm not going to try because I think he might have written this in Portuguese. Yeah. I will say this is uh, Christopher Burnham. Uh, ben Brom? I don't know. He said round three is Silva completely overwhelmed him. I had it Silva by split. Uh, somebody else said I had rounds one, two, and four to Bisping. Round three could have been a 10-8 round, which brought up my question. Did you see any 10-8 rounds here? You know I'm bad at this, uh, but I thought when he knocked him unconscious, I would have 10 and 8 him, probably, in the third, yeah. Because I thought at worst case scenario, could you have seen this fight as a draw? Yes. That would have been awesome, by the way. That would have been... I, I think this fight was the definition of a draw. I, th- <laughs> I thought, yeah. I was like, okay, well, the fourth round took too long to remember. <laughs> Uh, There's two parts to the fourth round. There are three, technically. There is a beginning, there is a middle, and there is an end. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, I just, I'm chalking this one up to a really fun fight to watch, but now I'm just so pissed I get to listen to Bisping. I love uh, Joe Kilpin also put on this one. He said, how does one person score a split decision? Well, Joe, uh, interesting thing about that. 
They didn't score the entire fight themselves as uh, three governing bodies. They scored it as one person deciding how an outcome happened. You know, it's kind of like how Alabama doesn't dictate the president in all 50 (laughs) states. It's like that. Uh, Joe Elgandy put, I scored it for civil by split decision. A UD for Bisping showed real hometown bias. And then John Gabe Naylor put, don't let it go to decision. So those were your thoughts and comments. I think there was. Can we stop saying that? Can we, with the fighters, I get that it's like a way that we make it ours, make ourselves feel better. But I feel like it's, it is what it is for fighters. It's like, don't Mm -hmm. let it go to the decision. Well, thank you. Yeah, I guess that's. You have the same. He knocked him unconscious a few times. You have the same feeling about that one that I do about people telling you be careful before you leave somewhere. So, like, your mom looks at you and says, "Be careful," and then something bad happens to you, and it's like, "I told you to be careful." Yeah, uh, thank you. Like, no, it doesn't work. It's not like a protective star you put about me, and that I choose not to elect to be careful. I was careful. I still hit my face in the snow really hard. Absolutely, uh, but I had Uh, Mr. I, you know, I'm glad that you turned out okay. Uh, let's not get presumptuous yet. Absolutely. <laughs> let's give it 48 to 72 hours before we make <laughs> any declarations. <laughs> it's a graph. You know, I couldn't do math. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't do it even worse now. It's crazy. Well, guys, we're glad that you were able to come with us. We knew we had to talk with you very quickly about this. Uh, we will have a full episode coming up for you in terms of over under Kevin happening very soon. Uh, but uh, oh, now Anderson Silva is wiping the mic with blood, which and is getting a classy falsely move. interpreted. <laughs> yep. And uh, at this point, I feel it's the good point to leave you as Anderson Silva bows to Michael Bisping, who and Michael Bisping touches his heart. She's <laughs> a so nice great. embrace. Um, and I guess that'll do it for us tonight at Verbal Tap. It was really satisfying. I'm Kevin. <laughs> good night and goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.